welcome to podcast number four. Please subscribe and like and comment and get involved with Rock and Road Pod. And a really exciting episode this week because I have an incredible special guest, the one and only Carol Decker from Tapau. And I can't wait to chat to her about her cars, life in the 80s and loads more. So keep it right here. Also this week, a review of a Volkswagen Transporter. When I say review, more of a experience in the Transporter. I've got a classic and new album to recommend. And of course, a little bit of history of my driving days. I've told you about the Ford Escort Mark II that I crashed. I told you about poor old Hitmo, who I ruined by not putting any oil in. This week, I'm going to tell you about my Vauxhall Chevette, my third car in bogey green. Well, not a massive long story about this one, because this is the first car I'd had at this point that I didn't actually ruin. I'd also like to say it's one of the best cars I've ever had. It was a Vauxhall Chevette in the saloon version. It was low to the ground, the suspension was superb, gripped the road like a racing car. The steering was light, considering there was no power steering, and had a long, flat back seat in a green fabric. I used to sleep in there sometimes uh, when I'd finished at the Students' Union. I had a sleeping bag at the ready. Now, in the middle of the car, on the inside, where the gear stick was, was a massive ridge uh, covered in green carpet, of course, in this case. And on that ridge, I gaffer taped a tape holder to it, which held six albums, and I would rotate that with great albums I was listening to at that time, particularly Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction, ACDC, that sort of thing, of course. It really felt like a second home. I absolutely loved that car. So that was my Vauxhall Chevette in green, photographs of which are on my Instagram. What a car. Did you have a Chevette? What did you think of it? Let me know at Rock and Road Pod on all the socials. Now, enough about me. Let's meet Carol Decker. So please welcome to the Rock and Road Podcast, Carol Decker. Hello. Hi, Carol. How are you? I'm all right, thanks. Yeah, just had a little bit of a walk with the dog. Got the old juices flowing around the limbs. I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) How is life in 2020 now? Because obviously it's all changed. How are you doing? Um, It's a bit bizarre, isn't it? I will say that I think I'm probably like everybody else at the moment. I've been up and down with it you know because um apart you know i've got my own personal thing with obviously as a performer all my gigs have been cancelled for the whole year so i'm kind of a bit bored <laughs> you, are you going stir crazy you must be desperate to get out and perform yeah i and i'm i haven't been productive i can't tell a lie i haven't written any songs i've just staring blankly at <laughs> the, the news all the time with a massive glass of rose going what what <laughs> Again? (laughs) That is the best way to deal with it, I think. Yeah. Now, let's go back to when life was a bit different and a bit easier in the 80s. What was it like being a big star in the 80s? It was absolutely fantastic. You know, um, I'm so glad that I had the sort of big part of my career then because it was a very healthy time to be in a band. You know, there were lots of gigs. Um, MTV just sort of emerged in the sort of mid-80s, so that was really exciting. And um, for me, you know, if you speak to anybody about their life, it'll be their own personal perspective. But I found it an incredible, stimulating era with all the the new technology that was coming. Remember Ronnie, um, who was, he's my partner in Japan. He he was my partner in life as well for a long time. Uh Um, He, we got this new keyboard with the sequencer in it. And it was just, that's how we wrote Heart and Soul. We were sort of playing around with these knobs. And it made this funny noise. So we went, dun, 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 dun. 
and that was it we started writing the song you know so it was all the technology the home recording um that was amazing and then of course when heart and soul took off it took off in the states first so we went straight over to america yeah from uh sleepy shropshire as was and the next thing i'm in new york i'm in la we're touring it's just incredible it was just uh, it was like having a tiger by the tail it was amazing what an exciting time yes ah oh, such a contrast to what's going on right now oh, i've just depressed myself oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> even my good memories are now making oh. me go oh. I know. Yeah. Well, look, let, let's talk about cars and music. Um, mm. What what kind of car do you drive at the moment? Okay, I have um, a diesel Land Rover Discovery 3. So I live, at, I live in Oxfordshire and um, it's quite rural around here. And we always have a big hairy dog. And uh, I've got two kids, although they're, they're pretty much grown up now. But for years now, we've had a couple of Land Rovers because you can get the big hairy dog, your luggage, the kids. And we like to drive. So when the kids were younger, we would drive to, drive to the Alps, drive drive to Spain, drive on holiday, you know. So you just chuck everything in and you're self-sufficient. So I really like that. And a bit of luxury so, inside as well. Uh, this one isn't this is quite a basic one actually it, it doesn't have it all the bells and whistles the one before right. did but yes. it was more to go wrong you know there was like all that the digital stuff and the elec- the electronic seats it all starts to break after a while <laughs> so yeah the thought, more gadgets the more problems exactly yeah so no this is like i have to adjust my own seat with a lever with my God, own hands how primitive carol <laughs> this is outrageous i know and about five of the radio buttons don't work but <laughs> I mean, absolute, an absolute oh, yes. 80s work, of course. Of, yes, course. of course. I mean, that's I, I, Yeah, I do those with the WD-40, make sure they keep going. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I like my Land Rover. It's, I can awesome. see as well. I'm not that, I'm quite a little person, so I like to be up and high and I feel safe. Let's go back to the old days again. What was your first car? Uh, my personal first car, okay, I did not learn to drive when I was young. I uh, couldn't afford it couldn't afford the lessons mm-hmm. and then when the band took off i got picked up darling by drivers uh, of course <laughs> so i went from being else? yeah i went from being on the dole or working in a bar and couldn't afford driving lessons in the car to swanning around in in private hire vehicles so when we were recording the second no the third album that's it the promise um i took driving lessons at the grand old age of 33 Right. And passed my driving test and I got one of the first Mazda MX-5s in the country. Really? Yeah, they were brand new and they turned heads. And I it was bet. a lot, yeah, it was a lot of car for your money. I remember I got mine, it cost just under £17,000. And it came with a big designer coffee table book, which showed you all the, how the Japanese had um, ripped off Italian sports cars, you know, with the the way it held the road and the, the, the gearbox and everything. Uh, I wasn't that interested in that, actually. <laughs> it just went really, really fast. Yeah, that's what I like. <laughs> yeah, and I got quite a few speeding tickets when I owned that as well. Yeah, that's yeah. the downside of having a sporty car, isn't it? Yeah, um, but it was beautiful. Carol, what do you like to listen to when you're driving? Other than Absolute 80s. Other than Absolute 80s, I kind of... I've got a few bands that I still just go back to. I'm probably not in the loop with much modern music, I'll com- confess. I love The Killers. Mm-hmm. I love Muse. Um, oh, I love, I love Muse. Car- 
Yeah, I love Coldplay. I know that's mm -hmm. controversial, though they are the Marmite band, but I love all their massive melodies. I think they're fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, so I tend to like bands, you know. Are there any songs that make you, say, drive faster or slower, you know, really affect your driving? Oh, God, yeah. Um, <laughs> OK, one, one that I'll put my foot down is Boys of Summer. It always oh, gets really? me going. Get the wind, get the wind, the window down. I don't have a soft top anymore. So I have to put the window down. So my hair's flying, and I've got, I've got my Ray Bans on. You know that always makes me drive really fast. Or um, so anything by Bon Jovi, he'll make me put my foot down. Yes, I'm a bit of a bit of an old rocker, really. You know. And there's a couple of Tapau songs. Like um, sometimes I listen to my own music, especially if we've got a gig coming up, and I think I want to change the set. I have to listen to my stuff again to remind myself what we recorded. And so um, stuff like um, Sex Talk, Monkey House. What's it like listening back to your old stuff like that and hearing it sort of with new ears if you haven't listened to it for a long time? Um, it's good. You know, all our albums are immaculately recorded. So Roy Thomas Baker, um, who has an incredible pedigree as a producer, um, the most famous things that people probably remember him for are tons of the Queen stuff, including Rap and that breakthrough album for the cars yes um that that album just you know he, he's a fantastic producer so and funnily enough i heard heart and soul on the radio the other day and um it sounded just epic because he and the engineer that he worked with knew how to mix for american fm radio certain sonics when you mix for radio right. so Give it's it that kind of beefy sound oh it's, it's just amazing um so I always really quite enjoy it. And then the other thing I'll do is go, oh, why didn't we really release that as a single? That should have been the second single, not that. You know, so you that sort of thing happens. Oh, and yeah. I'd still be a big star if only I'd released that. <laughs> ruined everything yeah. i was glad that you suffer with sort of regrets like i do oh, i'm one of them good. Oh, yeah I have yeah done this i should have done that and yeah yeah oh. and, you know why didn't i push the boat out a bit more it all got a bit safe really i think what driving songs do you play if you're feeling a bit down um well i'm, I'm going to be a bit vain here because one of my favorite songs if i'm feeling a little bit down is uh, a couple of power songs is giving up the ghost yes which is on red our fourth album and the other one is uh road to our dream and uh, i just love all the sort of the drama they're very dramatic so um so you I, to I indulge if you're feeling down, i do like, just i'm feeling down oh no i'm a complete sarah bernhardt when i feel down i'm just you know there's no cheering me up at all just i just have to go and sleep it off somewhere i'm going to listen to those two songs in the car yeah. and experience it now carol do you sing in the car yes of course. I mean, you're a professional singer. So does it sound wonderful with, the, you know, the windows up and, and special acoustics you get in a car? Yeah, um, I, I like singing along to other people's stuff um, and I like putting in lots of harmonies where I think they should have been, you know. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I'm like, Adele, you've missed a whole line there. It should have been. And then I do the harmony. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that you do that. Um, now, what was your favourite of all the vehicles you've had over the years? I'm going to say my MX-5. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I've never had anything really fancy like a Porsche or a Ferrari or anything like that. Um, but at an MX-5, it seems a very um, common garden car now. But you have to put it in perspective of when I got it. It was in 1990. It was in all the car magazines. Everybody was raving about the quality of it for the price of it. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with my MX-5. And if you clipped on the hard top... 
um, it looked like a little silver bullet in the winter. Oh, so awesome. It, it was just beautiful. It was a breakthrough car. It really was. And uh, on that note, thank you so much for joining me on Rock and Road Pod. It's my pleasure. Thanks for talking to me. Great to talk to you. Today I'm going to review a zip car, which is a Volkswagen Transporter van. So I'm going to unlock the van now with a credit card. Right, so you get the keys out of the dashboard, glove compartment, just to make the seat higher. Okay, so it's a manual van. As we know, I don't really like manuals, but I haven't got much choice in the matter. We call this van our second car, don't we? Because it is a, a hire van at the top of our road and you can hire it by the hour. And we use it loads. Uh, we've got it today because the car's gone in for some new brake pads and a service. And it's easier just to use this to go and get Dexter. These do a top speed of 125 miles an hour, 62 miles an hour in 12 seconds. You can use these for camper conversions and of course they're very distinctive. The reason I've never bought one of these is because they are so expensive. I'm not made of money, that's what I always tell my kids, and I just find them very pricey. The upside of that is that they do hold their value, so when you do come to sell it, it could be really high mileage, absolutely battered, and you'll still get a really good price for it. This particular one is a panel van. This has got absolutely massive wing mirrors, which you need because there's no rear view mirror. And plenty of cubby holes to put things, drinks in the door, the dashboard, which you need, because when you're just jumping in and out the van, you just need to be able to shove things in place without it all rolling everywhere. No heated seats. <laughs> Bit of a downside, but acceptable in this situation because this is our occasional van. Best thing for me is the high seats. I love vans, I love being high up, and being able to see all the traffic in front of me. Now here comes Dexter. Hello babies, I'm home. How was school today, Dexter? Had dance class. A dance? What did you do at dance? Dance. Dexter, what do you think of this van? It's cool and good. Very what, good. What do you like about it? Because it has, I don't know how it has a double-decker seat. It has two seats. You can hold three people. And you, ha you can put people at the back. So this van is an easy thing to ride. Easy. What, have you driven it, have you? Uh, once, you remember. <laughs> no, you? Yes. Oh, you've driven it? Yeah. When? Remember, when I was a baby, you let me sit on your lap. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. <laughs> you didn't actually drive it, though? No. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I was driving it. Now, I just want to talk about the radio. So, I find this really complicated. We go DAB1, and there's some already in the preset, but I want to say get Absolute Radio on there, and I can't see it. So I'm going all the way through. Station search, let's try that. Absolute Classic Rock. Oh, so DAB1 must be the London one. So let's save that there. 36 hours in bath. It's a hot day these days, 36 uh, hours Bush and Richie putting me off what I'm meant to be doing. Right, now I'm going to DAB2. Ultimate luxury. So I'm on two now. I'm on the London DAB again, so how do I get to the national DAB? Ten minutes later. London 2, London 3. There is Absolute Radio, finally. When I try and save it as preset 1, it goes off Absolute. DAB 1, 2 and 3. Another ten minutes later. Save it as 11. Try and get me back to numbers 1 to 4, Dexter. 1 to 4. Right, let's see if my seven-year-old son can work this out, because I can't. Hang on! 
How did you get one to four then? What did you do? I press D A B one. It comes up. Oh, D A B one isn't national one. That's D A B the first four settings. Okay. Do the children know how to work stuff, and I don't. <laughs> Right. You get it too. No, I can't work it. It's right. easy. You're so stupid. I know I'm stupid. Okay, now let's talk about the handling of this car. Now, if I just drive over this ramp. Oh, the suspension's not great. That hurt. That hurt. Right, let's park it now in the parking space. Yeah. Let me just check that I'm in the, in the actual space. A perfect bit of parking, mm. of course. I might not be able to work the radio, but I can drive. That's the Volkswagen Transporter locked, ready till next time. And if you were thinking of buying one of these, prices start at £21,635, excluding VAT, and go up to about £28,500. And that's for a start line short wheel base. My verdict, well, the Volkswagen Transporter is the most expensive mid-size van on the market, but it does have some good equipment options. For me, if I was buying a van, though, I would go for a Mercedes Vito. I've had one of them before. On the next episode, I'm going to review a motorbike. Yes, it's about time the two wheels made another appearance. Find out on my socials what motorbike is going to be at Rock and Road Pod. Now it's time for my album recommendations. And the first one I'm going to mention is a classic album. It's Van Halen's debut album called Van Halen. And of course, I had to dig out some Van Halen albums after we learned the terrible news that Eddie Van Halen had died very recently. So looking at that debut album, of which I have it on vinyl, a photograph on Rock and Road Pod, and I'm going to use that album now to have a look at it. Now this sleeve is a bit confusing because it's got the track listings on the back of the album sleeve, but in the wrong order, which I don't like. So to get the actual album out the sleeve let's have a look at this side one running with the devil what an opening track that really sets the whole tone of the album also the greatest cover version ever a cover of the kink song you really got me and that is a ramped up a rocked up version of that excellent song and then on the end of side one a song called i'm the one which even has a shooby section listen to it just for the shooby now, looking at side two, and this opening track on side two is the song that everyone was talking about when Eddie Van Halen died recently. And that's because the song is called Eruption, and it's 1 minutes 42 of just Eddie doing a guitar solo. And he uses the two-handed tapping technique. He is responsible for making that a popular technique. And then that song leads into track two called Atomic Punk. Another superb one on here is called Ice Cream Man. One I think my dad would like, because he likes anything with the kind of rock and roll rhythm to it. Check it out now if you can. It's their debut album. It is called Van Halen. The pictures on the sleeve were taken at Whiskey A Go Go, where they played in the mid-70s. And as I say, this came out in 1978. Now, on to a new album, or certainly one that came out this year, 2020. It came out in July, in fact, and it's from Alanis Morissette. It is called Such Pretty Forks in the Road. It's her ninth studio album. Opening track is called Smiling. And if I just played that to you without saying who it's by, you'd know immediately. It is classic Alanis Morissette. And in fact, they use that song for the new musical, the Jagged Little Pill musical. Track two, A Blaze. It's a bit slow for me, track two, but let's get on to track three. I really like this one. It's called Reasons I Drink. And I think that is brilliant. The rest of the album is quite slow. 
slow, to be honest. So this is more for a mellow drive. So that is it from podcast number four. Hope you've enjoyed it. And it returns in a couple of weeks' time with... <coughs> what? What? I don't think you have mentioned me in the entire uh, podcast episode, Lily. Who are you? Your son. Well, we had one son on. You need to introduce yourself. Somebody might be listening that never heard podcast one to three. Okay, I'm Harley Groom. Why do you think you need to be included on the podcast every week? Because I'm the reason that you're still making the podcast. Why? Why are you the reason I'm still making the podcast? Because I'm the I'm the only one people want. You're just you're just the sideshow Bob. I'm gonna have to widen the door to get you and your ego through it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Super Bowl called they want to play um, football on your abnormally large forehead <laughs> oh it's like that is it <laughs> do you have anything positive you'd like to add to the podcast what about one of these Harley's lockdown life philosophies aeroplanes are technically time machines that go forward or backward a couple of hours depending on where you want to go Harley's lockdown life philosophies Thank you, Harley. OK, so podcast number four is finished. Please subscribe, like and comment and follow me on all the socials at Rock and Road Pod.